Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Receivable Savvy podcast. I'm Ernie Martin, founder and managing director of Receivable Savvy, where we provide research and best practice to help master the order to cash process. Today, we're speaking with our guest, Jay Chakaroff, Vice President, Product Management and Marketing with High Radius. And Jay joined us uh, for two previous episodes. He's back again because we just enjoy talking to Jay, and he's got a lot of helpful insight and information for us. And we'll continue our conversation around technology and automation and accounts receivable. So, Jay, well, welcome back again. I mean, this is this is great. We've got you for a third time now. It's great to be back, Ernie. Thank you. And by the way, I uh, found a great spot to park my imaginary red Corvette outside. <laughs> now, if everyone is not familiar with what Jay is referring to, you have to go back to our first episode with Jay. And that was two episodes ago where he tells us about his dream red Corvette. So you'll have to go back there and listen to the entire episode. But uh, Jay, I'm glad you found a, a parking space for that. I would imagine since the uh, since the Corvette is imaginary, you don't have too much trouble finding a, a space for it, do you? Oh, you'll be surprised. <laughs> I know, I know. Parking, parking is at a premium these days. So, <laughs> so uh, in our in our previous in our previous episode, we were talking about you know ROI or in, in relation to automation technology for accounts receivable and getting executive leadership buy-in and really focusing on those KPIs. You know those those specific uh, metrics um, and and the value and benefit of incorporating and implementing these these new processes and this new technology will, will have to meet certain criteria around, you know, it's got to reduce DSO by a, by a specific amount. It's got to improve those KPIs. And so digging a little further into sort of how, how a lot of this stuff works, you know, we, we hear a lot about artificial intelligence. We hear a lot about RPA, robotic process automation, accounts receivable, and so you hear a lot about that in relation to cash application, for example. So sort of tell us how, how something like artificial intelligence or RPA might work in cash application and why it would be important for an organization to consider. Okay. So, yeah. So cash application is one of these processes of the AR team that doesn't really drive directly any of the KPIs. It's a necessary evil, if you will. You have to go through processing and posting the cash. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it doesn't. It's not. Nobody has re- reduced DSO by, you know, having ten people apply cash rather than nine. I mean, that there is no direct link there. Now, the interesting thing is that because of this. Cash application is one of the first places where a company started looking for automation. Uh, that's also one of the drawbacks, unfortunately, because if you look at how technology has progressed in general in any field, uh, we have started from, from systems that move the paper-based process into a computer one. Right. That means that now you're still doing more or less the same work, but you're performing it on a computer. So there's some standardization and workload there and a lot of visibility so that you can know who's doing what. But that's the first place. Unfortunately, a lot of these systems that people implemented early on in cash application are doing just that. You can process, you can draw rectangles to extract data. This is where OCR technology came in. 
years ago. Now that's great. But then the question is, is the next step. How do you actually go into meaningful savings and efficiency gains and productivity gains so that you can realign the team and move people out of cash application into things like collections or disputes, deductions, or credit management? So what happened is companies started looking for the next level of improvement. And that's the great thing. I mean, I, I think I mentioned earlier, I'm in general a big optimist in our human species, and we always look for improvement. Fortunately, uh, vendors are always looking for ways to improve as well. And this is where uh, robotics processing automation and AI started coming in. Mm -hmm. And if you think about what RPA is, RPA is just a system that takes specific tasks and performs them for you. That means you don't need to hold the robot's hand. It does it for you. It's not, it's not a 5% efficiency on performing a given task. No, the robot just does it for you. you can, you're moving on to the next thing. Like going back to my imaginary Corvette when it was getting painted in its imaginary factory, uh, <laughs> there were robots there uh, that were doing the painting. Now, obviously, when Henry Ford unveiled the Model T and the assembly line, those were people that were painting in them all black, right? Right. But by now, there's all kinds of colors. And the robots are performing that task. Now, it's a lot more important for folks at the end to provide quality control and make sure that the cars that are coming out are the right have the right specifications with the high quality that customers expect. And that's what robots provide you. Extend ability to standardize a product, a process. Right. Not a lot of variation because variation is also opportunity for error. Right. So standardize it, streamline it, eliminate errors, and automate it so that Nobody needs to waste their time logging into websites or trying to make sense of uh, 500 line items on a remittance. This is something that the computer should do for you. And then a human can just review it at the end and make a, make a decision whether, uh, whether this uh, dispute case can be approved or rejected, whether uh, the suggested credit limit can be uh, can be just approved or whether a change is needed based on the documentation that the robot provided. Right, right. So, so robotics was the next step. And when electronic remittance started coming in, this is where a lot of investment started happening. Um, companies started looking at ways to process uh, electronic remittance natively with, without the need to convert it into um, uh, into an image first, because images that are processed by AR, uh, by OCR, sorry, are inherently lower quality, and OCR is based on probability. So inherently, there's an error that's built into the system. Well, you don't want to go through that, because digital data is already the highest fidelity data that you can get, the highest quality. The, there's no errors in there. Why would you convert it into an error-prone format? Right. So robotics, people started asking, how do we implement robotics to take care of this for us? And at first, it was a lot of coding. I think I mentioned to you, Ernie, that I came from uh, from a development background. Yep. 
and I know what it takes to develop software. It takes a lot of time to develop, to test, to integrate, to test again, make sure that nothing that worked before uh, has, uh, has been broken. Right. So, so that initial paradigm of RPA for processing uh, cash application and remittance really did not scale well. If you think of the customers with hundreds and thousands of customers, each one with a different format, if you want to really automate this, it is very expensive. Mm -hmm. So still, even those solutions did not really realize the uh, a very high ROI and automation rate. So that's where some of the most creative vendors out there, like High Radius, we started looking at artificial intelligence and how do we eliminate that scalability problem so that we can reach very high level of automation without having to write new code every time a new format showed up. And the way that our artificial intelligence does it, it uses machine learning and it scales across uh, a lot of customers to identify new patterns and apply those to new situations. And and this is where we're finally see, seeing very, very real automation in cash application. It took some time to get here, but I'll share a quick anecdote with you. Yes. Um, when we first started down the road of uh, RPA for cash application, it will take a lot of time. Mm -hmm. So we decided we need to invest in a new paradigm. That's when we started investing uh, in artificial intelligence. And we started keeping track of what was the out-of-the-box automation. That means I flip the switch, and when I run your remittance for a week during the system, what will be the out-of-the-box automation rate that I will get? That means payments and remittances that get pulled in, processed, matched to the correct invoices, and closed into the ERP without any, any human... Uh, interference, anybody having to touch that payment along the entire path. That's what automation is, right? Right. right. system is doing work for you. If you have to touch everything, that's not really automation. You're just doing the same work. Yes, you're doing it a little bit different, but you're still doing exactly the same work. You're yeah, not able to right. move to something that's right. value. So we started keeping track, and the first time we flipped the system, it was, I think, like 20%. We started learning. Then at some point, it was like 20, 50, 70. And our goal is to increase the automation rate while really slashing the uh, the time it takes to go live. And actually, just a couple of weeks ago, and uh, a customer of ours went live, Community Coffee. In less than two weeks, they had 98% automation rate. And you can imagine the success story that that was at Community Cafe. I think Coffee Leads, the AR manager there was a hero. I think, fortunately, uh, you know, he gave us plenty of credit, of course. Right. But again, flashing a project that used to take years into months and now in an order of weeks, this would not have been possible without real artificial intelligence. Right. And if anybody that has artificial intelligence tells you, Oh, yeah, and by the way, we'll be working with you for the next month and month to implement. They're just BSing you, for lack of a better word. They don't really have it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, 
I'm sorry. Go what, ahead. what is the project? I'm sorry. Continue. I would go ahead. I've got a question after after your 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 next comment, though. Yeah. No, I was just going to say that's what we're looking to do. Our goal is with to, to to for our AI to learn enough so that when you switch it on, the same day you're getting 98%. Right now, you still need to basically create an account, enable AI, and so on. But again. You can imagine if you can uh, automate so that 98% uh, of your payments and cash is applied without anybody having to spend any time touching it, the, the kind of success and the kind of transformation that this can uh, drive for the AR team. Right, right. And so we're, we're hearing more success stories like a community coffee you know, with a success rate of 98%. And so... As these things become more common, you know, I, and you probably run into this too, I'm sure, you've got um, AR leaders who uh, are, are extremely skeptical of incorporating any form of artificial intelligence. And I think, you know, I think most of us, you know, depending on what, what age we are, and I'm, we, what age we are, and I'm probably giving my age away, um, you know, we think about 2001 A Space Odyssey with, with Hal helping to run the the ship and how Hal takes over and there's nothing the astronaut can do about Hal because Hal is artificial intelligence and he takes over and and then the, all the way to say the Terminator where you've got these yeah yeah oh, exactly oh we went through the Terminator stage in our development yeah <laughs> and so you've you've got all these examples and scenarios where these things run amok but that that's that's not the case and so how how do you overcome skepticism um, with with those leaders when they're looking for automation, they're looking for for new ways to do this. And so now you've got this new paradigm that you can offer. So so, so what do you say to someone like that who, who just watched 2001 A Space Odyssey last weekend and thinks, oh, here's another HAL opportunity and he's going to take over? Yeah, I you know, the, the truth of the matter is there's always going to be fear of the new. And that's it happened years ago with the car, and now what's going to happen with our horses? I mean, it's happening throughout history. Every time there is a new technology, right. I think people are very concerned about what the impact will be. How will it change their life? And it's much more, much easier to visualize negative aspects than the positive. But I can give. I mean, there's even Isaac Isomov put down the the laws of robotics. Right? No robot can Kill a human, or can in, uh, can um, can damage humanity. I mean, there there's things that are embedded, in, even in those systems. We're not even talking about systems like this that that are fighting wars for us here, right? This is a system that can look at a piece of paper and figure out whether something is an invoice number or a or an amount or a check number or a deduction and code those appropriately. Right. So. I think what we're seeing in the market is, yes, there is some perception of artificial intelligence in general as a future danger in the nebulous future. But I think the more serious concern that we're seeing across AR leaders right now is one of cost. Right. What is the cost of these technology? And usually with every buzzword that comes up, every new thing that comes up, the cost tends to go higher. Think of all the cars that came in with all of a sudden navigation systems. Well, 
navigation system was an extra five thousand dollars now is that worth it i don't know i mean i know how to get home to work all the time do i need it that's the big problem that we're fighting here right mm -hmm. so so the interesting thing with artificial intelligence is that the whole purpose of the system is to actually reduce costs, to make it easier for your projects to go live faster and for your, for your automation to be achieved much faster, but also at a lower cost to you because the vendors now don't have the big upfront expense of building the all the, the custom code to automate, uh, putting in place all the various maintenance teams that need to continuously uh, look for trouble and fix it. AI is handling this for you. Now again, will, will the AI run amok in the future and start processing payments twice? I don't know. I doubt it because that's not what it's programmed to do. We as humans still sit on the lever and tell the system what it can and cannot do. Look at the cost, I would say. Don't don't watch Terminator. Look at some of the uh, some of the, think of the benefits that you can see from AI already on your in your daily life. If you're looking at some of the later cars with technology that can avoid uh, for example it can avoid uh, collision. Uh, right, it's already saving life. This is what we're going to see, rather than technology that starts killing us off and eliminating the species. Right. Look at the benefits, and again, when you're looking at the technology that will invariably make your life easier, look at the savings that it can provide, and work with vendors. Just questions. Be curious. Where will my savings come from? Is I I I assume it's a new technology. Will it be expensive? What will the ROI be? And vendors that try to sell you technology without an ROI case that can show you the dollar amount at the bottom, they're, again, this is, they're selling snake oil. Move away. Look for the ones that can make a solid business case that you'll be able to go to your boss and say, look, this is where the savings are going to come from. This is what I'll be able to do as a result of this. This is the impact that it's going to have on my DSO, on my bad dad. Yeah, absolutely. And that makes perfect sense. I mean, it all boils down to uh, maintaining and establishing ROI. And so, Jay, thanks again for joining us. Uh, we, we've really enjoyed uh, having you on our, on our podcast. Uh, I'm sure our listeners have learned a lot. Uh, I've learned quite a bit uh, myself, and uh, we, we've thoroughly enjoyed your participation. So, um, and we, we'd love to have you back uh, at some point down the road if, if you're open to doing that. Absolutely, Ernie. This has been a great experience. I'm looking forward. If uh, there's anything that I can help you guys out with, I'm always open to talking about technology and the great impact it's had on uh, on credit and AR operations. Yep, absolutely. And that and that's great. And and thanks again, Jay. We we appreciate it. Hopefully, the next, when when you come back, uh, your your red Corvette has turned from an imaginary to uh, an actual driving machine that you get into every day. So. Thanks again for joining us, and uh, everyone, thanks for being on the podcast. Uh, we look forward to seeing you on our next episode. Until then, take care, and uh, we'll, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.